0: Um today I have a special guest on today. This is Rod a Podcast. I got a special guest, Kenny, the Sport Guys Podcast. How you doing, sir?
1: How you doing, man? Thank you for being letting me be on the show today. All
0: right. I got something to show you, man. Even though it hurts me to show you this.
1: <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> let
0: me let me get back to it. Let me skip it.
1: Oh, a little Giants Patriots action, right? (laughs) Yeah. I was that was such a great Super Bowl, man. Wow. Also look at that. Tom Brady stepping back, throws the ball. And and incomplete. <laughs> He's gonna see a lot of that this season. There's gonna be a lot of incompletions.
0: Man, this 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 definitely hurts right here, Kenny. This definitely this hurts.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Look at that. Oh, it's like the refs are doing their jobs though. But wow, touchdown! It's go. Who was that? Uh, Victor Cruz. Yep, Victor Cruz. Wow. That's but actually, he could. But he couldn't
0: do. He couldn't do this in the regular season. It's this is what it didn't make sense to me. It feel like his accuracy got better in the postseason.
1: Yeah, it does not make no sense, right? Like. He was actually pretty bad that year, and he somehow he turned to God mode during the Super Bowl. Like it's crazy. Ah, uh, Grok in the Patriots uniform—that's crazy. Uh, yeah, Grok at that time was actually very unstoppable. Like nobody could um stop him. He was like he was out of this world during this time. Oh. Who is that? Uh oh. Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, yeah, him. Aaron Hernandez. We all know how that turned out. <laughs> it's actually a nice pass more to Hernandez. I don't know. Nobody's gonna admit this, but Brady's actually very sneaky in the pocket. Yeah, a lot of people... you yeah. It's... This it's like uh, he dances around the pocket. He just, you know, somehow escapes. I think that's the most underrated uh, thing about his game. Uh, let me, let me, let
0: me turn it off before I, my, my films get hurt and I had to cry.
1: <laughs> Trust me, man. He's he done he done a lot of that with the Jets. I'm a mean, huge Jets fan and I'm used to it. I don't even cry anymore until <laughs> he does it.
0: Man, it, it, it definitely hurt that year, man. Especially how West Weatherker overjudged the ball and uh, we could have had a field goal and won that. Yeah. We definitely, definitely could have won that, but you know, they can't live in the past, man. Oh. Tell tell the people about yourself and your podcast and your um your journey in podcasting.
1: Well, Kenny the sports guys podcast started in May of 2020 where I uh, lost my job due to the pandemic. Obviously. Mm-hmm. um And I was looking for something to do to, you know, fill the time until the pandemic passes. I started, you know, Kennedy Sports Guys podcast, you know, that's because uh, I just wanted to get a different voice and a different perspective in sports. So I'm actually – I actually celebrated my 100 episode 30 minutes ago, actually. I released an episode. Wow. Yeah. So I've done over 100 episodes, like exactly 100 episodes. And in the podcast, I talk about NFL, NBA – and we'll be uh NFL, AEW W A E, and I enjoy it. Podcast The Journey has been how should I say this? Um wild to say the least.
0: <laughs> so you just did it because you know what I mean you hadn't just had free time pretty much. And
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turned out to be like a hobby for me.
0: <laughs> and you owned your hundred episode.
1: Yep. 100 episodes.
0: So, what's been the feedback from your your you know I me mean, your listenership and your fans? Huh? How's that been?
1: I mean, it's been good so far. I have had a lot of receptions, a lot of uh, congratulations on the 100th episode. Um, I think uh, my opinions are very very strong, considering that uh, I'm a huge WWE AEW fan, mm-hmm. and that is something that um. Uh, sometimes the fans actually push back whenever I give my opinion on them, mm-hmm. and it's actually very interesting how people you know reacted to like certain opinions on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. It's very very interesting.
2: Mm.
0: So, what like push back? How?
1: So whatever I you know whatever I you know criticize WWE, um there is a certain aspect of, you know, people saying, oh, you're wrong. uh you're not, you're, not, you're not even watching the product, all that stuff. It's just, you know, it's just those regular pushbacks of trolls on Twitter where people literally will, like, you know, uh, you know, just curse you out if you say something wrong, give an opinion on it.
2: <laughs>
0: so what, um, so... Like, I stopped watching wrestling probably in, like, 06. I stopped watching wrestling in general because I, I just think the storyline is cringy now.
1: Yeah, it is. It is and definitely cringy.
0: The promos are not as good as they used to be. hmm You know what I mean? And that's where I feel like the art has lost the entertainment side of the storyline. And I feel like that goes hand-to-hand with the wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? But
1: also what people tend to forget is actually the rest the wrestling that sells things like mm-hmm. the moves, the movesets, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how I like why AEW, because AEW actually tells a story via wrestling. You mm-hmm. you let's face it, you don't really need a 15-minute promo just to set up everything. So people just want to watch wrestling basically. And that's mm-hmm. what AEW does a good job at w a e i admit has improved a bit because triple h is actually in charge of head creative now mm-hmm. and he is he's doing a pretty good job so far, but i think the the quality of the product just gone from an f to a d that's basically mm-hmm. it. that's that's my opinion on it
0: mm-hmm. but I, I you know what i mean you, you look at the this the even if you look in the older days and you know Ric flair did his last match mm-hmm. a couple months ago i mean the 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 wordplay was different back in the early 9 yeah, early yeah. 80s mm-hmm. and 2000 the rock with his his slogan his you know what i mean his swag and we don't have superstars with that kind of swag no more
1: i mean the only person is probably you know close to that is actually roman reigns mhm but even him he's getting he's getting a bit stale out of that mhm you know i mean you know it's like back then he had like such great characters like the Undertaker, Ric Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vader, even like the lesser known characters, even the Brooklyn Barler. The mm-hmm. Brooklyn Barler actually had like a character with him, even though he he loses a lot of matches. Mm-hmm. So right now, I actually agree with you in terms of you know uh, there's like no set character, like there's no established character in it. I mean, the only person that could fit that description right now is um. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Everything's like so realistic. There's like no, you know, supernatural characters like The Undertaker. There's no like, you know, wacky characters like doing the Clown. I mean, maybe if you include Danhausen, he's like the only one that actually has that wacky character put down. But it just feels very, very miss it feels missing for the for wrestling right now. It's
0: like it's like reading a book, and you're like, man, uh, mm-hmm. the first chapter. Uh, I think I'm gonna close the nah. book. You know what right. I mean? It's
2: yeah.
0: like, like I left when MVP was coming in, and yeah, you know what I mean. The lesser, I'm like, uh, I can't really get into
1: it. Yeah, you know
0: what I mean? Like, I can't get into it. Um,
1: like I I try to get into like WWE, like you know, right now with Triple H charged. It's just, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. I just, I, don't, I mean, it's cool to watch, but. I just can't relate to any of the characters other than uh, Killer Cross or Karen Cross or, and um, Johnny Gargano. I mean, the storyline there is pretty much, you know, mediocre at best. Like, that's my mm. opinion on it. Everyone else would probably think otherwise because um, they just, you know, they can't get out of their Triple H bubble.
0: You know what I mean? and I liked it. You know I me mean? back in you know I me mean? WWE when. Uh Eddie Guerrero used to prank, you know what I mean. Big Show giving yeah, terrible yeah, burritos, yeah. and he's taking the shit, you know what I mean. Them, <laughs> them, days were good, you know what I mean. Them days of the, 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 the intensity was great with the pranks and the storyline was great then.
1: Yeah, but now it's not. I just feel like the guy lazy with the storylines, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can say, you can say the same for both for companies as well, AEW and WWE. Mm-hmm. But with the problem with AEW is they have a ceiling. Like Not many people realize that they're a three-year-old company. They're going to improve over time. That's why I don't get these, you know, sometimes these um, wrestling journalists, like, to post YouTube videos out every day just, you know, basically trashing them. When they're missing the fact that um, they're actually a three-year-old company and they're learning from everything. As if, like, WWE is, like, a 50-year-old company. They already established themselves as one. Of the best companies in the world, I just feel like fans and like journalism. I mean, journalists alike—they're missing that point. You know, mm-hmm.
0: competition is good for everybody. It
1: is. It is, and I feel like both competition, both companies, actually, you know, improved their product. AEW improved it substantially. WAE, like. I personally think it doesn't. I think the quality improved a little bit, but not as much as as people say because. Like I said earlier, they can't get out with the Triple H bubble, but I'm glad that actually competition is coming on on both sides.
0: So you know I me, mean? I I, I want to get in here. Why you know I me? Mean? Ask you these questions. Why I got you, man? How do you feel about the the Giants preseason and overall? What what players you drafted? What do you think? How do you feel about your your current team? Your
1: so, I'm a uh, New York Jets fan.
0: Oh, you're a Jets fan? Yeah, I'm
1: a Jets fan. So Wow.
0: Okay, yeah. okay. Okay, what do you feel? <laughs> I saw kind of, you know I mean, Yankee, Giant type news. So yeah, I thought yeah. You yeah.
1: But okay. uh, I also cover the Giants as well. And to answer to your question, I think the preseason for the Giants is actually pretty good, but they have had a lot of injuries.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the rookie, um, what's his name? Kevani Bordeaux? Mm-hmm. Like he uh he got hurt and they don't know when he's gonna come back. He might come back week one against the Titans. Um who else got hurt? I know that like a lot of people got hurt during the uh, that Jets game as well. But overall I think the Giants are gonna shock a lot of people this year. I think maybe they'll win hmm. Yeah, that's actually a good question. How many wins they get? Seven or eight games? Mm-hmm. But they won with the division. I think that's going to go to Dallas, even though I'm not, I not—I really don't like the Cowboys. <laughs> I, I like Brian Dabedul. I Yeah, I, I, I do like him, like him too. I think he's a good coach. So, you say you, you got
0: him with seven wins.
1: Yeah, seven or eight wins around that area. Maybe third right? place in the division.
0: The funny thing is I have the Eagles winning the division. I know oh, people, really? think, people think I'm crazy, but I have the Eagles. I think Tyron Smith, that's a big – a real major hit for them on that line. You know, even though he'd been hurt the last couple years, but their line, you know, what I mean, I have really big question marks in the play calling. I really don't like Kellen Moore at all. I think no, his play calling
2: is
0: <laughs> his play calling is dumb. You can look in the playoffs. Who calls a draw with that much
1: time left on the clock? Oh, you know what I mean? Was so, that was so bad. That was really, really bad play calling right there. How I many wins do you think the uh Eagles gonna win this year? I'm,
0: I'm going to say 10-7. I got them going 10-7. That's
1: actually a good position. What about the uh, Cowboys?
0: I think I think they only get eight or nine wins, maybe. Wow.
1: I actually, I, I actually agree with you. I think nine wins would be good. I think they have a little bit of a drop-off. Um, I think they need a running game. I think Zeke needs to get it going. I really like Tony Pollard as uh, the running back. He mm-hmm. actually, you know, makes things smoother for the offense. Mm-hmm. He helps out Dak Prescott a lot. Um, I think they're kind of weak in the wide receiver department because, and that's great. my biggest
0: worry. That's my yeah. biggest worry. I don't yeah, think they, CD going to have a big year like that.
1: Yeah, tra- they traded away Amari Cooper. He was vital in that offense. Um, CD Lamb, he he might be the future of that franchise as well, but I think he's going to struggle in in his. Uh, I think is his sophomore year, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a sophomore year.
1: Yeah, so he's gonna struggle there. Um, I could see Dallas winning nine games. But basically, that's it. And also, maybe the I think one team you should watch is the I know it's gonna really messed up. It's gonna be messed up, but the Washington Commanders. I mean, nobody talks about them because they're the Commanders, and based on the offseason that they had, um. I think they have a pretty good team there. The defense is pretty good. If Chase Young is healthy, uh, the offense is it could get it together. I mean, who's gonna? I, I think uh, Carson Wentz is obviously gonna be obviously gonna be the quarterback. But and that's what worries me right there. Yeah, you can't you can't count on him to be like have him available for all all the games. He mm-hmm. gets injured quick, and also nobody talks about this, but. Like, uh, FedEx Field is known for, you know, injuries, especially in a QB position, and I think it's a terrible, like, place for Carson Wentz to play because that turf, oh, man, is so, so bad. I don't know if they removed it this offseason, but like I said, it's so, so bad.
0: Yeah, I, I really don't see it, man, to be honest with you. Um, I really don't see it at all, um... I don't. I don't like Carson Wentz. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, he's really inconsistent in general with his throws and his decision making. Um, I I can't put no faith in him.
1: Well, I I don't blame you because he's been injured a lot. He's been very inconsistent. Remember the last game against the Jaguars? You gotta win that game. Yeah, he he, he never won. He gotta win that game, and that was actually pathetic too.
0: Like he got, he got to win that game. Like it's no way he should lose to Jacksonville in that you know. situation. And I feel like they got the right quarterback for them. I don't think Matt Ryan is quite done. I definitely, I'm definitely taking Matt Ryan over Carson Wentz any day of the week. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't think uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, um, Matt Ryan's done actually. I think he has maybe two more good years, and that's
0: it. You can give me a New York hot dog for him. To be honest with you. <laughs>
1: Trust me, the hot dogs here are pretty good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, how do you feel about the ceiling of your your Jets this year?
1: I'm going to shock a lot of people, but this this uh, prediction might be in the toilet because um the injury to Zach Wilson. But I have been winning 11 games.
0: That's the milf hunter. I call him the milf hunter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do have the Jets winning 11 games. Um, but. That might be a danger because I don't know if Zach Wilson is going to be available for, you know, the the first game of the regular season. Mm-hmm. That kind of might derail everything. Mm-hmm. I think um, I really don't trust Joe Flacco. I don't at all. I respect him as a Super Bowl champion, mm-hmm. but he's not a viable long-term future for this franchise. Mm-hmm. And me, personally, I think they should have gone out and traded for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: Wow. You know,
1: yeah. He should have just, you know, had they should have traded him and then have him be like a placeholder for like at least maybe the first four games mm-hmm. and until Zach Wilson arrives and then, yeah, I think they should have got him. I mean, currently I think Flacco is, is scheduled to start week one if Wilson cannot go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They also got Chris St- Strebler. I mean, I've I seen him preseason. Um, I think he's, he has some potential, but he's not like a long-term uh, quarterback as well. But I, I truly believe that they should have got Jimmy Garoppolo in that in that uh, trade. But it is what it is. We just got a you
0: well, know. I have just, another. Uh, go go ahead. Ahead. I have another question for you. How do you do you do you feel that y'all should have made that trade for Debo with all them picks?
1: Hmm. Mm, if you would ask me this the day after the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I would have say yes. But now. I feel. No, I don't think we needed him because we have like a group of young wide receivers right now. We still got Berrios. We still got Brown. We still have um, Gary Wilson. We also got that CB Sauce Gardner, which he's going to be a problem in this league in, in the years to come. I mean, we have a group of young. We have a young core in place in the offense and the defense as well, but. As far as he was Samuel's on the team, I don't think he will actually fit with it.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: right now, like if we didn't have, we didn't draft um, Wilson and, and the other wide receivers, I mm-hmm. feel like you know, yeah, we should just gone out and get uh, Samuels. But apparently, he's so he's happy in uh, San Francisco now.
0: How how do you feel about people comparing comparing uh, Sauce to I think? Thinking he's going to be the next Darrell? Do you feel like that still is too high for him to fill them kind of shoes in that secondary?
1: I like I don't really follow like things like that because mm-hmm. um, I feel like you are your own player, and mm-hmm. the comparisons between other Hall of Famers, legends, mm-hmm. it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, um, let Sauce Gardner be his own player. I mean, he's going to be good, and he's going to be good, yes. But comparing him to Darrell Revis right now. It's ridiculous. I mean, a few years ago we drafted D. Milliner,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and people were already comparing him to the Daryl Revis. Look what happened. D. Milliner is out of the league now, and mm-hmm. I, yes, uh, Garner is going to be a good player. Mm-hmm. But the comparisons is not really fair. Let him at least play a game in the NFL and see what happens.
0: So you know, what I mean, it's a lot of people and sources that you know, what I mean, on this you know, the circle circle and the podcast, you know, the environment going, got y'all going and sweeping us, my Patriots twice. Do you believe y'all going to sweep us twice?
1: Hmm. So in my predictions for the uh, AFC East, um, mm-hmm. I have the, actually, we, I have the Jets actually sweeping the Patriots twice because I think it's about time that um we have a basically won a game against the Patriots since, I think, in five years. So you yeah. got to us every single year from, I think, 2017 on. So we, I think they're going to sweep them. I think um, it's going to be very close in both games. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, yeah, it is a possibility. But Bill Belichick is still the coach. So he basically got the Jets number. So I would not be surprised if the Patriots sweep you, us as well.
0: You know what I mean am just it's just crazy. I'd be mean, you know I me mean? watching YouTube and watching other podcasters and they got us going five and twelve. Which is, is my yeah, yeah, yeah. What? It's my blog, you know what I mean? It blew my mind for somebody to say such things of five and twelve. We went seven and nine with Cam Newton.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like like <laughs> with, with with you know what I mean, that's with, crazy. five and twelve? I have yeah. them actually nine and eight. Oh, that's not I mean third place like in the division, but um I think there will be a good like nine to eighteen. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't cut out Belichick, obviously, mm-hmm. but five to twelve is absolutely ridiculous. I, I, I don't them losing record at all.
0: I think the biggest thing is because a lot of people think Josh McDaniel, the reason why we won everything. You know what I mean? Which is crazy to me because Charlie Charlie White's won us three. You know what I mean, Charlie <laughs> White?
1: Like, I, well, were they the coaches of the uh the Patriots back then? I mean, you know, was the head coach because. Uh, <laughs> I have a feel I have I have a feeling that this guy was a head coach for all those years during the Super Bowl run, uh Bill Belichick.
0: And that's why That's it's, crazy. It's crazy. You know what I mean? You watch, you know me other, you know me podcasts and they got you going five and twelve when it was other coordinators there that got us, you know, super Bowl, <laughs> super Bowl wins, you know? Like it's, it's crazy to me.
1: So the coordinators are more uh, so important to the team. Like the head coaches mean nothing basically.
0: <laughs> I, I guess they don't got no say of play calling. This the offensive coordinator does everything, and a head coach don't got no executive decisions when it comes to play calling. It's, it's so, crazy to me.
1: So you're telling me that um, all those Super Bowls the Patriots won, like it was, it was because of the uh, <laughs> offensive coordinators and the defense coordinators. I mean, that's the, that's what it, I'm it getting. Not, it, it doesn't have to do with Bill Belichick.
0: That's that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at.
1: Wow, of. that's like the most stupidest take I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: But, man, how, how do you feel week one versus Baltimore?
1: I think we'll pull it out. I think uh, I have been winning 38 to 31. I think mm. Zach Wilson plays in that game. I think uh, he's going to light it up. So uh, I, I,
0: I'm getting reports that he's not going to play and it's going to be Joe.
1: So it's going to be Joe. Okay, so then I have to change my pick then because now Joe Flacco is going to start. But now at the flip over, I think the Ravens actually have to win that game. Because, uh, like I said earlier, I don't really trust uh, Joe Blacko. Mm -hmm. I respect him as a Super Bowl champion, yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's not a long-term situation for that franchise. And we need Wilson back ASAP.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know?
0: So how do you feel about all these people jumping on the Miami bandwagon (laughs) and making them a Super Bowl contender with Tua? How do you feel about that?
1: First of all, these people are delusional, one. They're more delusional than Cowboys fans. Two, I still believe that they should have traded Tua away. They should have traded Tua. I think um, – I mean, this is his – I think this is his rookie year, right? Well, last year was his rookie year, right? Or Who? Played, uh, Tua.
0: I think this like his second or
2: third yeah, year. Yeah,
1: second or third year, yeah. So I think um, he still got a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. And also, I know they have Tyreek Hill. I know they have a legit wide receiver down the field, but I just don't trust Tua. And they have improved the offensive line. Last year's offensive line was a complete joke. I mean, mm-hmm. I like the uh, signing of... Um, Armstead. Yeah, Armstead. Yeah. I love that signing. Actually, that's actually one of the best signs they've done this year and, and like, years mm-hmm. past. Because they need, like, a legit uh, offensive lineman. He's going to protect Tua, but I have one question about uh, Tua, his arm strength. Like, I think his arm strength is a little bit weak. Um Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to throw the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Tyreek Hill's numbers is going to actually dip a, l- a little bit because, well, uh, I mean, basically Patrick Mahomes just threw the ball at uh, Tyreek every single uh, every single play, and they, you know, they connected. So, mm-hmm. also, it kind of baffles me that actually Tyreek Hill is at the now. I don't know what why the Chiefs traded him away.
0: I, I don't know why the Dolphins gave him all that money.
1: Miami,
0: <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're, they're, they're desperate. It's like, what, can, can he really? Can we at least say he might have what another three years at that top speed? You know what I mean? At that in his prime, maybe Yeah, like uh,
1: two to three years more likely tops.
0: And then what he's going to do without that speed? What kind of routes? What kind of route?
1: He's not a route. You know what I mean?
0: Master I mean, like that. His uh,
1: he's uh, his uh, his strength is actually speed.
0: So yeah, I mean like route running. Route he's running, not, he a de- not He's
1: not a good route runner. He's, he's a not a
0: Devonte Adams or Cooper Cup. uh Um, a Justin Jefferson. He's not up there with the route running technicians. He, you know what he I mean? Just,
1: he just he just speedy. No. And That's look what happened to, speed.
0: And look what happens to Deshaun Jackson after that speed was no more. Yeah.
1: Yeah, not right now <laughs> he's like bouncing around like other teams. It's crazy. Like uh they paid him a lot of money though. How much it's over a hundred million, right?
0: I think something crazy like that. I think
1: it's
0: crazy. But it's a, a lot,
1: a lot of you, you got them on the Super Bowl. But, but do you think uh the Chiefs made a right, right move trading him?
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta think about the future.
1: Yeah. So, I mean uh right now the Chiefs are uh, offensive, I mean uh wide receiver core. Is it really that like, good? I mean, you got who, 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 did, who did they picked? You got up? Juju, yeah, you
2: they got got Juju. Juju, I
1: mean, uh, um, Hardman, Hardman, yeah, but
0: Man, I don't know after that,
1: uh, I, yeah, that's the only two uh, wide receivers, wide receivers I can think of on the top of my head.
0: Kelsey gonna have to be heavy, and you're gonna have to run it with Bel Air. Uh, they're gonna he, have to, uh,
1: he's gonna have an MVP year, like uh, Kelsey. Is yeah, gonna, gonna, gonna have to. Like, that's that's gonna be Mahomes' um security blanket.
0: But do you think right now, sitting right now in the AFC West, do you have faith in them to beat um, the Chargers twice, the Raiders twice?
1: Hmm. Actually, I actually, I have been winning the division.
0: You got them winning the yeah. division.
1: Yep, I have been winning eleven games. Wow! You know why? Because I believe in Patrick Mahomes. So I have the the Chiefs uh, finishing first, mm-hmm. the Raiders second, mm-hmm. the Broncos third, and the Chargers last. Mm. The but, Chargers yeah, last. Yeah, but here's the thing: every single one of them have winning records, so they're all gonna be like really very good. It's gonna so, be a very competitive uh, division.
0: So you have you have three teams <laughs> going to the playoffs from okay. that division. I'm sorry. I said, do you have do you have three teams from that division going to yeah. the playoffs?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. It's been a while since I have seen that. Yeah, that's that's not that's really rare now.
2: <laughs> I mean, three teams.
1: So I like to compare the AFC West to the AL East in uh, in baseball. Mm-hmm. Right now, currently, like there are three AL East teams, you know, trying to make it to the postseason. Mm-hmm. So that's the equivalent of football. Like um, the AFC AFC West is actually the AL East, mm-hmm. you know. But I have the Chiefs winning um the division followed by the Raiders, uh, Broncos, and Chargers. Look, I love Justin Herbert, and I think he's going to light it up this year, but unfortunately he plays in, in the toughest division in, in football.
0: Mm. How do you feel about the – let's go to the AFC North. How do you feel about the AFC North as, as it stands?
1: I think the Bengals are actually being disrespected. Why
0: mm. do you I feel mean- like they're being disrespected for them.
1: Because um, they, <clears throat> there was a lot of people out there that um, they actually believe that the Steelers is actually going to win the division. I don't believe so. I don't I mean, see who, that. Who, who, who's going to play QB? Uh, Mitch Trubisky? You're going to uh, have King to go Kenny. McKinney? You're
0: going to have well, to go Kenny.
1: Yeah, you have to go Kenny. But I, I'm hearing reports that uh, Trubisky might start week one. And then like if he plays bad, you know, Kenny Pickett's going to take over. But as for the Bengals, I think uh, they'd be – being very disrespected, and many people believe out there that their Super Bowl run was a fluke. I don't think so. I think they show up the offensive line. That offensive line right now is actually 10 times better than last year.
2: Mm-hmm. Joe
1: Burrow is not going to get killed this season. Let's see. The Steelers, they need a quarterback. I don't know who's going to play quarterback. Maybe Mitch Krabinski. Who else? Um, the Browns, hmm. Deshaun Watson being suspended for 11 games. Jacoby Prissett taking over. I don't see like a winning record for them. And the Ravens, they still got Lamar Jackson. They lost Hollywood Brown, though. They're trading him.
0: I think that was a good trade right there. You were giving mean, me all the picks for Hollywood Brown?
1: I mean, but yeah. I'm but it. They lost They lost a weapon, though, an offense. He and the not coverage, though. Yeah, if you're trying to sign Lamar Jackson to like a huge deal, mm-hmm. you want them to stay with them. You do anything possible, you know, just to keep them there. But so for the AFC North, I have the Bengals winning, followed by the Ravens, followed by the Steelers, and followed by the Browns.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you feel like the ceiling for Trey Lance this year? What do you think his ceiling is?
1: I think his ceiling is pretty good. I think um, he kind of reminds me of a young Michael Vick when he when he, when he cool. came to the league. Kenny. <laughs> Not that I would. I mean, oh. if you really look at his game, it's kind of like that. I
0: don't think he got the arm like Michael Vick.
1: Well, he he obviously doesn't have the arm. He has the speed for it. Maybe a little bit, but it kind of it's 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 flashes of um, Michael Vick. Okay. Little flashes, not like Michael Vick, but um, I feel like he's gonna have a great year. I think D. Will Samuel is gonna you know light it up there as well. I think the Niners mm-hmm. actually make it far this year again. I mean, they shocked a lot of people last season when they made it to the NFC Championship game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, they beat Dallas, and, you know, we talked about this earlier. That play calling by Kellen Moore was absolutely a dismal. It was bad. <laughs> um, I think Trey Lance actually re- – uh, he's going to do well this season. I think his ceiling is relatively high and mm-hmm. still to keep growing. So, yeah, I'd have them there. Um Trey Ness is gonna do well.
0: So, how many wins do you think?
1: Hmm. How many wins? I think uh, relatively maybe eleven wins for them.
0: Eleven wins.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or maybe like maybe nine, nine to nine to eleven around that area.
0: I just I just worry about that division with him.
1: I mean, the division like the only uh, team that's actually being taken serious is the uh, Rams. I mean the Cardinals, they have problems of their own. I mean the mm-hmm. whole Kyler Murray situation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's still gonna rear his ugly head. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks, they have no QB. I mean they're gonna Geno Smith. They're gonna have Geno. Smith. Your former quarterback. Yeah, yeah, but come on, you really think he's gonna stay there for a year? I mean, he's gonna stay in the uh, position for a year? No. I'll,
0: I mean, I've been I've been asking for uh, Jimmy G if I yeah. was them.
1: As a as a Jets fan, I like when he when I first heard that he was starting, I had like. PS, like, you know, flashbacks about bad, all the bad starts he had. So it's going to be interesting to see how he does in um, Seattle. So basically, the NFC West is a two team race. You got the Rams, you got the 49ers. That's that's what I believe.
0: Do you feel like the, the Packers going to fall off without uh, Devontae Adams? No. In the North? You don't think they're going to fall off?
1: Mm-mm. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to, you know, he's going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's going to pass the ball. To, you know a bunch of no-name wide series and he's gonna make it into superstars that's why i believe in
0: I still don't understand how they lost that that game to the 49ers like
1: choke <laughs> yeah, <laughs> joke i mean uh that's basically what it was I mean aaron rodgers right now he's not good in the postseason he's good in the regular season yeah but in the postseason he just you know disappears I and- have no idea why but he just disappears. you can't really explain it. And I, right now more and more people are actually calling him out on it. And I think it's actually rightfully deserved.
0: This all the money he can pay to get knocked out the playoffs is mm-hmm. ridiculous. You it
1: is ridiculous.
0: You we never see I haven't seen this, you know. What I mean, the thirty years I've been on this planet paying a quarterback just to have one Super Bowl all this money. Mm-hmm.
1: It's crazy. Which is a shame, really, because he is such a good player. He's such a great player. But right now it just I don't know why he chokes in the postseason. Like, can someone explain that to me? Like I don't know if it's because of bad play calling or just uh, the the isn't there in the postseason? I have no idea why.
0: Mm-hmm. And and I seen on your profile. Are you a Yankee fan or are you a Mets fan? Which one which one?
1: So I am a Yankee fan. I am currently working for the New York Yankees as a guest of service ambassador. And I really like my job. I think it's pretty good. Um, I think I'm a huge Yankee fan. Um, I have been hard on them in the past, especially right now, Mm because the Yankees are not really doing well. They they actually split a series with the Oakland Athletics. The Athletics are one of the worst teams in the league. So (laughs) when they split a series with the Athletics, you know you're in trouble. Like I like to say like they're playing down to the competition, which they are. I mean lately they have been doing that. Mm-hmm. I think right now their record in August is like eight and nineteen,
2: which mm-hmm. is
1: absolutely crazy if you really think about it. And mm-hmm. also we dropped from the best record in the league to down to the maybe fourth best record in the league, and it's absolutely scary. So
0: do you think it's a problem with the arms or I feel like y'all don't got enough arms. In, no, we do have
1: no. We should have done more in the deadline. So right now, our bullpen is in tatters. tatters. Um Chapman is out because he had a tattoo um tattoo affection, which is I don't know what he was thinking there. Play homes have not been effective. He's he's out with a back strain. Mm-hmm. It's just basically a bunch of no name, you know relievers in the ballpen. Like, Ludridge like, is pretty good. Um, well, Peralta is pretty good. But the number one problem with the team is management. Like, Aaron Boone is not a good manager right now. He is not good at all. I think like if he doesn't win the World Series this year, he's going to get let go. Mm. Yeah, he, he, this is the year that he has to win the World Series. If not, well, he's going to get fired.
0: How, how 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 does it hurt? How bad does it hurt to see Buck Showwalker Walter winning at, with the Mets?
1: Oh, it hurts a lot. That's actually a good question. It hurts, it hurts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right now, like it literally hurts a lot. I'm, I mean, I don't hate the Mets. I th- actually, I actually think the Mets are actually a good team. I love but, their pitching. Yeah, I love the pitching. I love the Grom. I love Scherzer. I love that pitching rotation, but. They have a really good manager at Buck Showalter. I really wish he would have managed the Yankees. You know how that went
0: the first go around. Y'all yeah, it them wasn't out. Really
1: that good. Yeah, but that was a different time also. So right now, like, if he would have managed the Yankees now, I guarantee you they wouldn't win the World Series. Hmm. You know, I like I like Buck Showalter, but in the past, last postseason he's been in, he overmanaged it a bit. He, um, I don't know. Remember, like, I think it was twenty sixteen when the. He left a Baldwin-Mendez for too far too long in that wild-card round against the Jays.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he has been known to making, you know, foolish decisions on, like, pitching, offense, all that stuff. But we shall see, like, in this postseason, if the Mets make the postseason. I'm, I'm interested in seeing how he handles the bright lights of October.
0: It's it's just man. it's just think pitching is not the same no more, man. There's nobody that goes nine innings yeah, no more.
1: Nobody nobody uh, uh, pitches a complete game anymore. It's, it's so rare now.
0: Everybody go like six innings and they got the game. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not even fun to watch. <laughs> like, like, nobody goes nine innings no more? You
1: remember uh, Roy Halladay, right? Yeah, he used to literally pitch every game a complete game. Mm-hmm. We ain't never going to see nothing like that again. Yeah, we're not going to see it. You know why? Because uh, more managers are worried about their pitchers' arms during the regular season. They probably want to save it for the postseason as well. Because baseball is such a long sport. It's like six months.
2: Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I miss those days where, like, complete games were actually at a norm. But now it's just just rare to find, you know?
0: So, who's your dark horse to win it all right now? Non-biased. Um... Opinion: Who you feel like is going to win
1: it all? You see, hmm. that's actually a good question. I'm looking at the Blue Jays. I think the Blue Jays actually have a really good team.
0: I like and Vlad. I like Vlad. I love
1: Jr. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I love that young core. Currently, they're second in a a wild card. Mm-hmm. I really like the Blue Jays in there. And despite, like, all the injuries that they have this season, they've been, like, destroyed by it. The mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Rays, like, watch out for them as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because the Rays are actually really, really good. Somehow then they're in the playoff talk. And I don't know. I, I think the Jays are actually going to make a run this season. But another team that nobody seems to talk about, the Baltimore Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles. Come at, on,
0: Kenny. Don't get my oh, hopes up. Don't get my hopes the, up.
1: Look at Baltimore. Like they're one point five games back of the wild card, and they're playing their best baseball right now. And you can't write them out. I mean, even if they don't make the postseason, it's still a winning season considering the fact that um they lost a hundred games last season and currently mm-hmm. they won sixty seven games this season. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm on this like, I'm on this like, bandwagon right now with the Orioles. I mean, I really hope they make the postseason. But more likely the Mariners are gonna do it because the Mariners haven't been in the postseason in twenty plus years, which is really baffling to me. They have all those good teams in the past, but now I got the Mariners taking a wild card spot. The Orioles are gonna finish close, but I think next season they get in in the postseason. And yeah, I think uh, the Blue Jays is my dark horse to win the entire thing. But I would just I will keep my eye out on the Orioles as well.
0: I just feel like, you know what I mean, I'm an Oriole fan, and it hurts me when you see our players leave every year. You know what yeah. I mean? When it's it's time for them to get paid, they just leave every year. Manny Machado, mm-hmm. the list goes on and on and on. Like, And I see this young talent like Mullins and, you know what I mean, Teo, you know what I mean? I, man, these guys are about to be gone. You know what I mean? I, I'm already bracing myself.
1: Mullins as well. Mullins is, well, is going to leave pretty soon, I think. You know what I mean? I,
0: I, I'm already bracing myself for the breakup. You know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm just bracing myself.
2: Like, so,
1: what do you think about the uh Caminiers' uh, reconfiguration of left field and Camden Yards? That whole like that whole left field wall is changed. I, I don't like it. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I thought. I think it's pretty ugly. I, I, like, I don't know what they were thinking there. I think uh, they pushed back the wall, so obviously balls were flying out like crazy over there in left field. Mm-hmm. So I leave it alone yeah leave. I don't know why they did all that it's it's so ugly it it's so weird too like I don't know why you did that, but I don't know who's that benefiting, though.
0: I don't know either Kenny <laughs> <laughs> but man I, I appreciate you coming on um uh, man Kenny and give me your time um to come on to talk sports with me mm-hmm. um what do you have coming up man?
1: So I recently released my uh 100 episodes I said to you earlier. So if you want to hear that, it's kennythesportsguy.com, Ken with two N's. In addition, you can follow me on social media, on Twitter at Kenny Instagram at KennySportsGuy1, TikTok at KennySportsPodcast. So the next episode is going to be about my stadium review on Yankee Stadium. I did like an in-depth look about how Yankee Stadium is and I compare it to the old Yankee Stadium. Which I actually believe is better than the New York team. Hmm.
0: So, what? How do you feel? How many um, future Hall of Famers you think is going to get denied to go in in the Hall of Fame
1: for next year?
2: Yeah, You've I think had...
1: I think only one. I think um, next year's class is not going to be that good because mm-hmm. we are entering the age where um, steroids were running rampant. Mm-hmm. So, A-Rod is scheduled to be on the ballot next uh, next year, mm-hmm. which is going to be very interesting to see how he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, next year's class may not have even have a class because um, there's going to be like a little bit of a dilemma, dilemma between the voters and the players because all these players actually either were involved with steroids
2: mm-hmm. or not
1: involved with steroids. So, mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting to see how... The voters react to these uh, ballots. This, this before we
0: get out of here, man, Kenny. This, this is what I gotta understand. You, you let people that gambled in on the World Series in the Hall of Fame, like Ty Cobb. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: But
1: steroids, like it's, it's, it's crazy to me. So they like, even Fernando Tati Jr. Like. Everyone's bashing him because he took steroids, and now mm-hmm. apparently he's a bad—he's a very bad player now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even Adidas—they dropped their partnership with them, mm-hmm. with him. And come on, man—he was—he's only twenty-three. He's twenty-one or twenty-three. He's still mm-hmm. young.
0: people
1: mm-hmm. like, people just writing him off like. Hey. You let Big Papi in
0: though.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you let Big Papi in. Yeah. Look, look at Christian Yelich. I mean, I mean, not Christian Yelich. Yeah, like, um, Ryan Braun. A few years ago he started hitting bombs and he was one of the best players mm-hmm. in the league. Now everyone's like uh he, he recently retired and everyone's like blackballing him now because of his steroid use.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think um Fernando Tatis Jr. is gonna eventually get out of this. I think he's gonna play again mm-hmm. next year, obviously. But as of right now, I don't think the Tati the Tatis hate is actually very valid. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I feel like you,
0: you gotta let Barry in. I want to see Barry in, and I want to yeah, see I Pete Rose. See I,
1: I do want to see Barry in because um, he's the home run hitter, and Pete Rose the home run king. So I'm a hit, a hit king, actually.
0: So let let these guys in, man. You if you're gonna let somebody that betted on a game and in, in a World Series in there like Ty Cobb and you know the other, you know I me mean? the period's gonna say no. But you gotta let these guys in, man. You know what I mean? He yeah, still exactly gave A-Rod all that money, though. Yeah. A-Rod still got that payday for them to send him, so.
1: Yeah, also, like, <laughs> uh, like, so right now, sports gambling is actually being accepted into society. hmm And just let Pete Rose in. Like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. if you have the commercials for draft keys every, every two minutes on mm-hmm. TV, just why can't you just let Pete Rose in?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It makes no sense, like, you know, for him not to be in the Hall of Fame anymore. Same thing with uh Calvin Really. Calvin mm-hmm. Riley Calvin Really has been suspended in the NFL for a year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and for gambling. And NFL has constantly have commercials run during their games about sports gambling and how great it is. Mm-hmm. And now they he they made an example of Calvin Really, which is not fair at all.
0: But it's is his DraftKing is at a, at every stadium yeah. you go to. Every yeah. stadium.
1: Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, I don't think it's fair. I think it's unfair for him to be suspended for that for a year, especially for gambling during games and when the NFL actually celebrates gambling. Mm-hmm. It's, o- it's only beneficial for them if us cu- us customers do it Well, mm-hmm. the NFL players forget about it.
0: And he said, obviously, he never bet against his team. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I really – and he can't really – how can he influence if he's not on the field regardless because he was injured at the time and when exactly. he was gambling.
1: And also, like, he had a lot of mental health issues during that time. So mm-hmm. that's really not fair at all.
0: But I appreciate you coming on, Kenny. Um, let the people know wh- where they can see you at and uh, get your socials again.
1: All right. So, hey, everybody. This is Kenny Kenny Sports Guy. You can find me on dot Ken with Twins. All my episodes are available there. In addition, you can find me on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports, Insta- Instagram at Kenny Sports Guy One, and TikTok at Kenny Sports Podcast, And you can also follow my YouTube channel, uh Kenny Sports Guy Podcast.
0: I appreciate you coming on, Kenny, and giving me your time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Especially I when, it,
1: man. It was actually really, very fun.
0: Uh, thank you, man. I'm trying, you know, I'm new to this. You know, I've only been doing it for uh visuals for like a couple months now i've been doing podcasts for only a year or two so i keep appreciate on, just you know keep me? Going. i appreciate keep
1: that be persistent like do do what you think is right and you know little little like seconds like this you know interviewing other podcasters it helps out a long way believe me but you got this man they like, just continue to do what you're doing don't worry about you know you know the ratings don't worry about how many people are listening just mm-hmm. worry about improving your craft on this.
0: I appreciate that, man. Mm-hmm. That advice and man, I hope you have a good uh what's what's holiday coming up? Uh Labor Day. Have a good Labor Day weekend, yeah. you know what I mean? And hopefully yeah.
1: we should all actually like you know, collab for the uh regular season. Too. Oh, that that'd be cool. Yeah, actually like we should do like a little weekly show, like, you know, recapping NFL, all that stuff. I think that would um, be better for sure.
0: I appreciate that. We can yeah. we can talk offline, and you know me, yeah, set we something did. up. All right, all right. All right. Uh, this has been Rods on the Center Podcast, and I had Kenny the Sport Guy Podcast on. And uh, y'all have a good rest of y'all day. Thank you.